Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Speech Language Pathology podcast. Taking a little break, but I'm happy to be back and recording with some new friends that I made. Um, Salas partnered with a university in Taiwan to invite students from both the audiology and the speech language pathology programs to work here at Salas for the summer. Uh, I have some of the SLP students with us today, and I'd really like you to meet them. I hope you find them as enjoyable as I have over the last couple weeks. So let's start with some introductions. Ruby, you start us off. Okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Ruby, and I'm a sophomore student from Zhongshan Medical University. Hi, my name is Peggy. I come from Taiwan. I'm a freshman at Zhongshan Medical University. I'm so lucky to be there to learn more about the clinical knowledge and explore this beautiful city. Hello, I'm Jesse. I'm a sophomore student at Zhongshan Medical University. Hello, my name is Jenny. I'm also the sophomore from um, Taiwan at Zhongshan Medical University. Well, I'm so happy to have met all of you. Um, I know that it was a process to get you here um, to study. We actually started planning this before the pandemic and had to cancel over the last two summers. I don't even think you were students at um, CSMU when um, we started this program, but we are lucky that you are here with us now. I I'm just wondering, why are you interested in speech pathology? Originally, I want to study in medicine, but uh, I, I found out that uh, my interest is inter interacting with people and to talk to someone or I hope I can make them, uh, I can release their pain by talking. So uh, I think SLP is, is what I want. So I choose this for my major, yeah and I like talking. I want to help people who have speech problems could be able to enjoy the pleasure of speaking. Because seeing the progress of the patients made me feel a sense of accomplishment. So this is why I'm interested in speech pathology. And the reason why I'm interested in speech pathology is because I like interacting with children and would like to build deeper relationships with the patients. And I would like to improve them as a therapy. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm really impressed with the rationales for you studying speech pathology. And I don't know why, but originally, I guess, I thought that they would be different reasons than why students in the U.S. also choose to study speech pathology. But I hear the words that you're saying coming out of their mouths also. Um, so I'm wondering what kind of jobs you hope to have after graduation. So where do you think you'll, you'll start working once you become a speech pathologist? Once I become a speech pathologist, I think I will first work in the hospital. And because in hospital, I can see the um, various kind of patient there and it will help me to uh, accumulate my experience when uh, handling all uh, situations. Yeah. I want to be a pediatric SLP after I graduate. Speech defect will affect all round development of children. And the earlier we can fix the problem, the sooner children can catch up with others. 
helping children getting better step by step and have them graduate from SLP. Sounds fantastic, and that's my dreamy job. I'm interested in adult therapy because it enables me to get in touch with people from different fields, like lawyers, engineers, businessmen, and there are more topics we can talk about. So I'm interested in adult therapy, and I prefer having therapy with the children and working in the institute. Because I think I could have more chance to interact with children and make deeper relationships with patients. So it really, it really、um, makes me excited that you all want to work with a diversity of of clients. And something that I was really interested in when we talked about it was that、um, here in the U.S., a majority of the SLPs work in the school, but in Taiwan, I understand majority work in hospitals or in clinics in their in your communities. So seeing that differentiation has been really exciting for me.、Um, the other thing I've been really excited about is to expose you、uh, to the different aspects of the curriculum here at Salis University. And the students have gone through many lectures over the last couple of weeks, and also gotten to spend some time observing in the Speech Language Institute. And I'm wondering what has been one of the best or most fun things you've gotten to do while you've been here at Salis. I think、mm, the the best and the most fun thing is、uh, having a professor Bob's class, and because、um, <clears throat> he always provide us with some very vivid, very lively、uh, examples, and I think it is really helpful for our studying. And <clears throat> and I think it is the best thing I study at Salus. Yeah. And for me, the most fun thing I have ever done in Salus is making the swallowing liquid with the nectar consistency thickener. In Taiwan, I only had the lecture about general introduction of dysphagia, and during this training program, I gained an experience of making the liquid and taste it as a SLP in the future. We are supposed to try the thing that we are gonna done on our patients. We also had a case observation of patient who had dysphagia. Combining the lecture in the class and the observation in the clinic makes me have more specific understanding about dysphagia, and I really enjoy learning in this way. I think the observation part is cool because we can discover the differences between the U.S. and in Taiwan. For me, I think the best thing is the pretty brief and debrief time. In that time, I could digest the information and have enough time to think about what I observed, and I could ask the questions instantly, which helps me to learn more. I I really excited to hear this feedback because、um, we really did design this program to give you these micro experiences coupled with the patient observations because we feel like here in our program our students learn best by doing so they hear about the topics they learn about the theories and then they instantly get to go put it into practice so having those opportunities to really get some hands on experiences get those observations. Talk with the the professors and the clinical educators in that pre-brief and debrief time is really、um, important learning aspects. 
Um, Jesse, you bring up something really um, that I've been interested in hearing more about from you all is uh, what are the similarities or what has been same about studying here at Salus than in Taiwan? Or what have you noticed that's been different? Actually, uh, the same thing as um, the SLP framework in Taiwan always follows up with America. And since most of our professors, they got their um, PhD in the state, and they also kept us updated about the latest information of speech therapy from Asia. And besides that, uh, the major courses are also the same, like uh, the big nine categories of SLP and uh, anatomy class, and which make the classes and observation in Salus more understandable and make it more like English version lecture. The biggest difference that made me impressed was the evaluation tool for aphasia. There's an evaluation tool called Assessment for Living with Aphasia. Is mainly focused on how aphasia affects individuals' lives, which is very different from other evaluation tools that are focused on functional speech. And there's a skill for patients to see how aphasia affects the personal aspect, social participation, and environment in their lives. It helps the clinicians to come up with a therapy plan that is much suitable for patients who need, need to live with aphasia. I think in America, the development of speech and language pathology is more mature than it is in Taiwan. In our country, a therapist has to deal with so many clients, especially for those who need intensive care. Therefore, not like the USA, we don't have that much effort to provide the services like voice therapy, transgender voice therapy, accent correction, and so on. So it is a very precious chance for us to see many kinds of patients. And the other different thing is the material and training ads. In Taiwan, we usually use cards storybooks or toys to do therapy. However, we can see a lot of electronic equipment like iPad being used in the section. Therapists use some app to test the voice or make the slides to make activities more interesting and interactive. Thus, I think it's a great thing we can learn from the States. Wow. I'm going to make sure that our students hear about these differences and these similarities so um, I, they understand the privileges that they have from working um, in our clinic. I, I know that, but um, and I think they know that too. The opportunity to really um, experience all the facets of the program is how we've designed the clinic, and I'm glad that that's recognized by you all as you study here. So as we wrap up, I'd love to hear... Um, a sort of your take home, like what is one thing that you've learned here that you're going to bring back to your program at CSMU? I think the most important thing I've, I've learned there is to learn based on curiosity. As the only freshman in this clinical training program, everything is new to me. I have lots of possibility and can take so much new information, just like a sponge. 
I know it is impossible for me to learn everything within a month, but I can make the connection between what I have seen there and what the and the lecture when I get back to Taiwan. It's really a precious experience to me to be there. I think the clinicians' reinforcement is really great. They can always compliment their patients very sincerely and learn a lot from them. For me, I think it's the material. A therapist here will refer to many textbooks or worksheets to make their own material that is suitable to the patients, and design different kinds of activities, but focus on the same goal. I think I've learned much from it, and will apply to the therapy in the future. And、uh, I think for me is the progress of observation, and because I learned a lot from here to how and what to observe, and it really helpful. And I can I can learn from the、uh, students' mistake because I know that is the mistake we will certainly、uh, make, and we can learn from them. And also we can learn a lot of、uh, the techniques the clinician used, and so on. So、um, I think it's very、uh, fulfill for me. Yeah. So I am so impressed. I've been in. Every day I come in and work with you all, and I'm more impressed at how dedicated you are to learning about the profession and becoming excellent speech pathologists. I expect to hear lots of good things about you in the future,、um, and I don't know if Salas can take any credit for that because I think you bring a lot of your own、um, knowledge and skill to our program. I know something that I've learned is really to appreciate the time with our students. And the ability to share、um, stories and experiences with our students, so I'm going to make sure that I continue to do that as I teach here. I want to thank you for joining me today. I know that you might have been a little bit nervous to record this, but you've done an excellent job. I hope that this、uh, podcast makes you interested in the Salus Speech Language Pathology Program. If you'd like to reach out to me for questions or concerns,、um, my email is r s e r. I A N N I at Salus, and that's S A L U S dot E D U, or certainly look us up on the web at www dot Salus dot E D U. Thank you all for being here, and thank you for tuning in. Until next time.